folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, it's Carpoinixa here with your boy. It's your boy, Bob. And today on the Small Package Show, what a wrestling weekend we had. Such a good weekend. War Games. Check. Survivor Series. Double check. And an NXT invasion angle. That's a triple check. All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Hit him with it, Bob. Small Package. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. this hot so I can get to Philly and Corey can get to his wife's work. And then Ohio. And then Ohio. It's uh, Thanksgiving week, so we're getting this out a little early. Uh, Man, dude, what what a weekend. What a last, what a last, let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that would have passed like five days. Man, so much shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had... I mean, what happened on Friday? Um... Okay, fine. Past four days. Um, past four days, man. First off, shout out to our boys, our lads, Team Auto Save, making the cut. Auto Save. For those who are regular listeners, we're in a pinball league, and our team officially made the playoffs last night. Big props to us. We played hard. It was a tight win, but we pulled it out. Yes, we did. Took it, took it to the last round, need to win one of two, and we only won one of two. But that's because the one other sport. team had a run on Pirates that I have never... Oh my goodness. That Pirates of the Caribbean pinball machine is fun as shit. I love it, it can be fun, yeah. It, did, it can it, also be janky as shit. It was playing a little wonky with the whole multi-ball thing. And, and tra- draining. draining. Oh my god. But we managed to pull it, it out. And uh, autosaves go into the playoffs. And unfortunately, I'm going to miss next week being in Ohio for the first round of the playoffs. So oh, no. Team's going to have to pull well, one out. Yeah. <laughs> if, all if, star it's, point if it's against fucking Jagbar, though, that's... Oh, is that the one that beat the fuck out of us? Well, it's also probably going to be at their bar, which is literally... Oh, they is that the one with the guy the machines? machines? Oh, God. It's that one? Fuck. Granted, they have, like, nine machines, so it's fun to be there, but, like... There's so much to get into in wrestling, and I don't want to go too far into the pinball hole, but I just want to throw this out there. It's a little weird to be playing a, a league-sanctioned pinball match in a, in a bar where people on the other team own all the machines, so they've had literally for forever to fucking practice on I find that to be a little bit like... Also, they can tweak the table because they own them. So if they're like, oh, hey... Like, not saying that they're doing anything shenanigans, but like, if they're like, oh, we play better with the table tilt a little more, they have the power to do that. They own the machines. They're leasing them to the bar. Anyway, <laughs> a lot of wrestling to get into, so we're going to get the fuck away from our pinball league. Um, so I guess let's start off with, wow, war games, dude. 
Yeah, we'll do a quick War recap games. of War Games. Uh, it started off with uh, a weird, like, five-minute match. The Ono of match? Of Cassius Ono versus... Lars Sullivan. That's his name. Uh, Sullivan looked good. I liked uh, his moves. He sure. uh, got a big win over Cassius. So Of course. I, I, have a, I have a bad feeling that for Chris Hero, he's just going to wind up being relegated to this role of essentially enhance like i, I don't want to say enhancing talent like super jobber but like no i mean he's basically it, the mickey james yeah he's 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 the slightly older guy who puts over younger talent in the upper part of the mid card for nxt that seems like it might be his role which is unfortunate because he was really killing it on the indie scenes but you have to look at it from the other side, from the business side of he doesn't have Probably to travel. A nice paycheck. Yeah. Sure. He's working consistent, less work, probably. Sure. He's only doing one taping every month, right? Um, I think he does. I think he does a couple, but regardless, at max, he's going to do like four. Yeah. And that's if he has I'm a pretty sure NXT does either two shows at once or four shows at once. Right, uh, they I, they obviously shoot ahead and then right. put them up. And but then if they have like a pay per view like this or special event Fair. takeover one uh, one month out of the year or one week. That's out what of the I'm month. saying is in a month he could have like at, he it most has four or five matches at most. In a sure, month. sure. Um, so he gets a he gets a paycheck and he gets to live comfortably, and I'm sure that that's enticing compared to that indie grind of going all over the fucking place on your own dime and. You know, yeah, but still, it sucks because we got to see that Chris Hero match at Evolve, and I mean, that was insane. Very good, very good stuff. Uh, next match on the card is probably one that, if not, if the if it hadn't been headlined headlined by this War Games match, this match could have been a show stealer. Uh, Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream still might be my match of the night. It's if you haven't seen this feud build up, um. Go back and just watch highlights either on 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 the YouTube channel for WWE and NXT or on the network. Go back and watch the build up for this really cool build up idea for a feud of just Alistair Black being a badass who won't even acknowledge Velveteen Dream. Um, you know, there's a lot of good psychology in this, and the match itself, man, it had some cool some cool spots. The springboard into the sit was mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. cool. Um, and of course, Alistair Black did win, but it almost kind of felt like a victory for Velveteen Dream because at the end of the match, he got what he wanted out of it, which was the acknowledgement. Uh huh. Um, so that was very, very and there's cool. There's that insane fucking, a couple insane DDTs in that. Oh, match. yeah, dude. I DDT mean, variations. A lot of great spots. Next, we have the NXT Women's Championship Ember Moon versus Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce and Kyrie Sane. Um, with em- Ember Moon walking out as the new NXT women's, champ. women's champion. Oh, there goes my air conditioner from the uh, va- previously vacated title by yes. Asuka. Uh, and Asuka's em- in the ring to uh, hand the title off to Ember. It was nice a cool moment. moment. It was nice. It was nice. Uh, Ember got the the pin on Nikki Cross, um, who was kind of a dark horse. People thought that Nikki might win, and they might give Sanity the full run. Honestly, I could have seen. Just about anyone win that match. I mean, Peyton Royce is great, and also this whole the whole like 
thing that she's got going on right now is it's a cool little gimmick run having the manager come out with her um and then Kyrie Sane obviously so hot right now to quote Zoolander that's a topical reference right uh-huh uh i mean love her gimmick and she won the man classic i i was actually happy she didn't win uh i didn't want her push too fast too sure. hard Give her a chance to like grow and develop in the division first. Exactly, and, uh, uh, and which that's what they did with Ember. Ember came up and was very cool. Everyone was like, "Oh wow, she's got an interesting look, interesting gimmick, uh, you know, cool move set." Mm-hmm. But I felt like if they put the title right away on Ember, she wouldn't have got the pop that she got when she won last night. Where clearly there are a lot of people in the crowd rooting for Peyton Royce, mm-hmm. but also a lot of people rooting for Ember. And when she finally got that win after losing to Asuka, what, two, three times, the injury thing. Yeah. It felt more important. So maybe they can do something like that for Kyrie, but without the injury. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, if Nikki had won, there was that cool possibility of Eric going for the NXT championship, Sanity holding the tag belts. And if Nikki had won, the idea of Sanity having the full, all the belts uh-huh. was kind of an interesting idea that was floated around. Um, but anyway, it was it was a very good match. Kyrie did hit her elbow. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, next, we had a bittersweet moment. Uh, we had NXT Championship match. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas versus Drew McIntyre. Um, Almas won, which has been a long time coming. Yeah. Because when he first got to NXT, he was the hot new thing where everyone was like, oh, my God, they got Cien. It's just... And, and then nothing happened for a while. Mm-hmm. His new gimmick with his manager, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Zelina Vega, I think. Sure. That sounds um, familiar. So cool heel gimmick, you know, with her helping out to help win. Mm-hmm. Um, the bittersweet moment is, is that Drew McIntyre in one of the last spots of the match appeared to have injured his bicep. Yeah. Um, Meltzer and Alvarez, I think, were reporting on it and saying that He's getting a he's getting a MRI or an X-ray or something. I think an MRI on the uh, the arm to see uh-huh. what it is. But uh-huh. they they're worried that it might be a torn bicep, which could put him out of action for a while. Yeah, um, unfortunate since you know. Also, the timing of his championship is just sort of it was sort of unfortunate because it felt like he he almost felt transitional. Yeah, he was like a long prolonged transition. Yeah, and it is what it is. I mean, I love Drew McIntyre. Uh, his run as Drew Galloway on the Indies was was dope. We got to see him wrestle a couple times, um, but it was it was an okay match. It was pretty good. Yeah, some cool spots in there. Um, I really liked when uh, the manager went to do the Rana off the oh, ring yeah. apron, and he and McIntyre was just like, "Nope, nope. you go back up here." Yeah, right. Also, but she did get the uh, the Rana spike DDT yeah. at the end, which was. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that move. It's so exciting yeah. every time when when Kalisto hits it. Yeah, most frequently. Um, and then of course we had the War Games match. It was the Undisputed Era. So you had Fish, O'Reilly, and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. Bay Bay, uh, versus Sanity versus the Authors of Pain with Roderick Strong. Which, just as someone who tries to watch NXT but doesn't catch it always so regularly. It was just so weird. I got, I know, I understand Roderick was try was, they tried to bring him into the Undisputed Era, and that's why he was like, no, and now I'm going to help one of your opponent teams. Mm-hmm. But he looked so goofy in the Authors of Pain garb, I thought. Yeah, a little bit. With the vest and everything, I was like, 
look, okay, have him come out with the fucking head shawl thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. But do you really need to put him in the authors? Because when on them, even though it's very bulky shit, on them, because they're so large, it doesn't feel bulky. It feels uh-huh. badass. Yeah. On Roderick Strong, it looked they like... feel like literal... Uh, Gears of War characters. Yeah, dude, for real. Like they, they feel badass. He felt like what it would be like if you put the Gears of War shit on a regular human. Yeah, which was like it looked like a child dressing up in a costume. Um, he just looks so weird with it. Uh, I, I would have much preferred him to be in just his own attire, but then come out with the head shawl thing like they do. That'd have been a neat little. We're a team, sure. Anyway, but that aside. Holy shit, this match was fucking just insane spot fest. Um, and I honestly feel like Killian Dane is definitely the real MVP of this match. Oh, absolutely. He was he was getting out all of the uh he set up like all of the weapon spots. Which also got him additional pops. Sure. And he didn't he didn't necessarily need the pops because everyone already loves fucking big demo. Uh but uh, like he's the one who brought the tables in. Uh huh. No, yeah, he was he was playing Bubba pretty well there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, that crazy ass fucking coast to coast. Oh my god, dude! I like the coast to coast wasn't even the spot that came first to my mind. The spot that came first to my mind was that fucking slam he did onto the other guy. Oh, the Samoan drop fadeaway slam combo. No, not even oh that one. Not even that. <laughs> he did too many of that, them. That, the Samoan drop, uh, like follow slam, was insane. I was talking about the one where he had somebody in. Uh, he was almost doing like a world strongest slam. You know, talking about Mark Henry's move. Yeah, but he did it with one author paint onto the other author paint. Okay. Uh, but the coast to coast, dude. <laughs> Oh my god, holy shit. I was like, and the best part was is he didn't even do it from the turnbuckle. He just did it from the rope. Oh yeah, no, he straight up springboarded that shit. And like I loved how he looked at Adam Cole. It was like, watch what I'm gonna do to your friend. Something along the line of uh-huh. paraphrasing before leaping. And I was like, Well, there's no way he's gonna reach. He's gonna fall halfway. And that man, that big, beautiful fucking man, he got so much fucking height off of that. And then when he hit it, I was like, what is happening in this man? And dude, that's not even talking about other people's spots. Like the like uh four man and five man turnbuckles. They had the the mirrored turnbuckle uh the spot where all the people were up there and the authors of pain came underneath and the authors of pain did the power bombs oh, of like, yeah. everybody. Or when they did the uh Oh my god, why am I forgetting the name of their finisher? It's not uh the one where they both are doing the power they they both both are going, going to do power bombs but they hit each other they a uh, super collider. Mm-hmm. Um when of they course, did this, they also did that huge ass superplex off the cage top. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> Dude, but I was talking about the super collider where they slam two people into big mm-hmm. demo in between the rings and then finish the super collider. The match is a spot fest. Uh you have to watch it. Um if you want to watch it without knowing the ending, I'm going to pause for just one second so that you can stop listening to this and go watch this goddamn match. You with me here? You with me, camera guy? Okay. Uh, so, Undisputed Era won, which was not really a shock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not win the titles in the match. It was not a title match. Um, just a blood feud. But damn. At the end, it like I know that they, it was probably just all a sell, but at the same time... Like those dudes all aghast 
and deservedly so. Sure. But just watching the Undisputed Era trying to like huddle together at the end of that match, all shaky, like, oh God, mm-hmm. I can't believe that we went through this. Um, but yeah, no, a fucking amazing show. NXT Takeover War Games, it's on the network. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. You yeah. could probably skip about 15 minutes in. Sorry, Cassius, but go watch it. For sure. Which led us to Survivor Series. Uh-huh. And officially, officially, my wife won the predictions? Yes. Wow. Uh, but here's the here's the other shocker. Uh, I feel like even as good as War Games was, mm-hmm. this was the rare instance where I preferred the WWE pay-per-view the next night. It was a fucking great card it really was a good show like from top to bottom there wasn't really any bad match and there were some really great ones even the matches that i felt like were clunkier weren't bad there was not a match the whole night where i was like that was just a bad pointless dumb decision i hated it (laughs) Like there's there there are matches where you ha- where they happen and you either go woof I'm gonna forget that in 20 minutes or there are matches where it happens and you go that was so stupid why did they even bother having it You're talking about a normal pay per view Yes and and none of that here tonight um, I enjoyed pretty much everything It, it was, was very solid KT got on predictions and did not do very well. No, he came in last by far. Uh, shocker. Uh, uh, K- five points overall in our predictions. I don't know out of how many possible. We we had a lot. There were a lot of possibilities because we had a lot of things that we predicted that were like little things. Um, Corey my- coming in close, but not good enough. Technically mm-hmm. third place with eight points. Uh, me uh, tied for first with nine points, but Kayla also with nine gets the tiebreaker win. Uh, so Kayla wins. I'm in second, Corey third, KT last. But for podcast hosts, I uh, do take the win. You do clean. take the podcast win. Um, but great, great show, man. Right. So, uh, the pre show started with, uh, Hardy versus Elias match. Uh, Fast forwarding to Raw, that looks like that's a feud that's going to keep going. I guess that's fine. I think that um, honestly, it gives Hardy something to do. I think it gives Hardy something to do, and I think that there's a chance that this is going to lead him into his broken gimmick. They keep teasing it. They released another video on their YouTube page. I don't yeah. know if you see saw this. It's a one of those WWE Fallout exclusive sure videos. Um. I saw his tweet after the match at Survivor Series where, or the pre-show where he said something's got to change. Yeah, and he's like, uh, just getting so close to the edge, I don't know what I'm going to do on this video. But this is also like not the first time that they've, no, they've been, kind of done this exact same video. So They've been teasing it for a while. Honestly, I think that with the troubles that Impact is in right now, they're back to Impact, I think. Uh-huh. Um. I think with the troubles that Impact is finding themselves in right now, WWE might be banking on they're too busy trying to keep their boat from sinking to care. Sure. Um, But the only thing that's unfortunate is I feel like the time to capitalize on the broken gimmick was... Six months ago? At at, 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 uh, Probably. I mean, if not, 
I could understand them giving them, let's see, WrestleMania was in April. So May, yeah. June, July, <clears throat> and August is SummerSlam. I could see them doing a Hardy Boys run for those first four months. Well, they had the titles, too, so they could definitely do their nostalgia run and yeah. then drop the titles and then start doing their broken stuff and then but still be relevant without the titles. At least, and- at least three months ago, they needed to pull the trigger on the broken mat thing if they were going to do it. Not saying it wouldn't still get over. It would. But at this point, it's just like Matt starting to slide back down into that realm of the casual fan thinks, oh, it's just Matt Hardy. Yeah. So if he's going to do it, he'd, he'd better do it soon. Um, but it was it was a serviceable match. It was fine. Uh, which we didn't get predictions in for because we actually weren't even here for it. Um, yeah. That got followed up by a KO Sammy versus Brazongo match, which I guess this was probably the worst match of the night just because it was just a throwaway probably like shit we need something uh you guys go out there i would agree that match. it was worst in terms of most forgettable yeah as in i didn't even remember that that match happened until you just mentioned it. and then ko sammy get the win whatever um then we get does to- that technically keep his streak alive even though it wasn't on the main card that's a good question because he'd been in what was it like 20 Straight pay per view, something. It's so, something insane. A large amount of straight pay per views he'd fought in. Um, so uh, then we get to the only championship match of the night, uh, which was Enzo versus Kalisto on the pre-show. Uh, Enzo retains again. It was for what it was. It was fine. None of the matches were bad. Uh, I think that it was just this match was what we'd already seen. It yeah, was nothing right. new. It's just like, oh, great, the same thing we've gotten on Raw and the previous pay-per-view. There was maybe a botch or two, but for the most part, it was fine. Um, and again, we sound down about it only because we've seen it so much at this point. Yeah. It, the feud has kind of run its course. If it was a fresh match, it would have been a little better, but we've seen literally this exact same match. There were some rumors two, three that, times there were some rumors that Neville, because we've heard that Neville's been talking with WWE again, uh, there were some rumors that Neville was going to come out and interrupt the match, which would have, I would have popped for. I would have sure. thought that would have been exciting. Would have been a huge shot in the air. Um, and it would have been a definitely a big, a big enough thing to put on the pre-show, but not too big of a thing to not, oh yeah, to not put on the main card. Um, so it is what it is. All right. Um, moving in, we have New Day versus Shield. Uh, this was a really, really, really solid match. Uh, I thought that they could steal the show with it. I don't think they did. No, uh, it, it it didn't. I don't want to say underwhelmed, um, but because we got the spots that we were expecting, and we got a couple spots we weren't expecting. Uh, some good teases on like false finishes, but and also like false like uh, setting up for the triple power bomb and not happening, setting it up and not happening. Um, to the point where I thought maybe it wouldn't happen. Uh-huh. But you know, it was it was a good match. They put on a good show. Um it was it's one of those matches I would describe as it was fun enough and exciting enough in the moment that I very much enjoyed watching it live. Yeah. But nothing but... that was so memorable that I'd be like, Oh man, remember ten years ago at Survivor Series mm-hmm. when the Shield fought the New Day? Yeah. Exactly. Uh after that was Ms. Corbin. 
surprise surprise corbin win uh however i think my justification for it made the most sense sure uh miz didn't need the win and as uh fast forwarding again Mm -hmm. uh he has been written off tv anyway Mm -hmm. to go film the marine six sure so he definitely did not need the win uh gave good uh a good little rub to corbin oh yeah um corbin looked good in the match yeah, it was not a bad showing from either of them, and Corbin, uh, I think, walked away getting uh, maybe one or two more fans slash people to boo him because yeah. he's a heel, so that's actually what he wants. And he got a pin um, with End of Days, which is important because his finisher had been kicked out of a decent amount lately. Mm-hmm. So, good match. Good job, Corbin. Uh, after that was the women's team Survivor Series match. Uh, which, as we all predicted, went exactly what we thought. Uh, Raw won. Asuka was the sole survivor. She ran roughshod over the rest of... The only thing I will say about this... uh, Yeah, I mean, Asuka looks great. Uh, Definitely, they're keeping her streak alive, and they're treating her pretty well. Which is Um, I've seen comments online saying uh, she is what they should have done with Nakamura, um, but definitely better. Because uh, sure. she has Nakamura doesn't have the streak and everything, so yeah. Um, and honestly, it's kind of debatable a lot. I, I know that Nakamura has a lot of charisma, and he exudes this aura. Mm-hmm. But as 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 hot take, unpopular opinion as this might sound, I think Asuka's got it more. I think Asuka definitely exudes that as much, if not more, than Shinsuke does. Uh, I, I will especially say I feel like she does it her peaks are higher than the peaks of the other women around her. Yes. Um, that's also true. Whereas Nakamura's peaks are kind of up there with some other major men's peaks. That's fair. This match though, had, had some wonky fucking moments in the middle. Uh, that fucked up count that eliminated Alicia, Alicia followed up immediately into a submission and we never officially got the Alicia Fox has been eliminated. Yeah. Which I swear to God, I almost thought she was going to come out on Raw like fucking uh, Curtis Axel for saying he was never eliminated from the Rumble, being like, I was never eliminated from Survivor I mean, Series. The ref called it. They just didn't announce it. So I know. I, I'm just saying it was just sort of, you could tell it felt like the ref fucked up. Yes. Um, and then going so quickly into the next spot, it was weird. There was There was some slop in this match. They also did Becky Dirty. Yeah, uh, getting her out of the match hella early. The first one is yeah, very shocking. Roll up pin by Bailey of all people. Yeah, it. I will say this: it, uh, we did. We said at the top there were no matches that were that were bad, um, and this was not bad. There was a lot of exciting moments. The Oscar run at the end kind of made up for any problems in my mind because I'm I I have to think about the match to remember the fuck up. Uh-huh. But my immediate memory is. Oh yeah, Oscar was the last one and fucking went through a couple people to win it for Raw. Yeah, um, it was a good match, a good showing by everybody. Uh, Natalia was great in this match, like ring commanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then her at the end being like, "Tamina, save me!" <laughs> um, it was a good. It was a good match. Yeah. Uh, after that was Usos versus Bar. Wow, that match for me hit all the spots that I wanted. Uh, yeah, no, this this one, they uh, I think we were all salivating at the thought of S.H.I.E.L.D. Usos. Sure. Um, but uh, the bar definitely stepped up to bat 
Oh, um, definitely. They are, dude. They are so great together. I'm so happy for them as and, a team. And while we may not be necessarily talking about this match mm-hmm. in ten years, like you said, I think yeah. we will fondly recall. Remember that time that the Usos did the fucking suicide dive tag? That like, was so sick. That spot is one of the ones that's going to be put in video packages for oh, yeah. years to come. Yeah, it's uh, almost like uh, for the NXT package when they had the video of Killian Dane hitting the the running senton dropkick. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that. Yeah. Where he runs dropkicks into senton. That, that fucking tag that is also a suicide dive was absolutely fucking bananas. When it yeah. happened, I was like, I, I, I was like, oh my god, if they don't show a replay, I'm going to rewind this feed. Um, and Shizaro, they're they're they got great chemistry. They put on a hella good match. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, I, and I was the only one who called that one right. Did we all call? We all called Bar. Yeah, Kayla, Corey, and KT all called Bar. Bob called Usos. What up? I got my boy Usos on lock. Ooh, down since day one ish. Ooh, Sos. Look, the, I've been down since down since day. One-ish. What is your age? Okay, let's keep it rolling. Um, after Uso's bar was Alexa Charlotte, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, and it was fine. Um, it some, was a good match. Some great uh, comeuppance for Alexa. Mm-hmm. Um, she got beaten, brutalized. She was yeah. uh, crying a little brat the whole match. Charlotte looked good. Great, great character work by Alexa. Um and you know it was good. it was again a good match. Uh, having the end with the with the submission was really you know I mean made Charlotte look very strong. Um, my only concern is it might have made Alexa look a little weaker, but it was good. Yeah, I think her title reign is coming to an end though, especially Probably. with what happened on Raw the next night. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, then we get to Brock AJ and. Oh man! Oh baby! This might be my actual match of the night. Surprisingly, Brock AJ. This one, I guess I went in thinking it was just going to be boring and a five-minute mm-hmm. Lesnar match, and it turned into a an over fifteen-minute long good match. What a match, dude! Brock AJ. I mean, we all knew that AJ Styles could bring out the best in anyone, um, and damn you know i i think i mean because i had heard that brock was excited about fighting aj Mm -hmm. uh that he was not excited to squash gender sure and that he was that he himself the man not the character was very excited to get in the ring with aj styles to show that he could still go in a wrestling match yeah um and goddamn dude it was fucking brutal uh, for the first, I believe it was eight eight minutes. Yeah, it was. It no was kind of the typical Brock Lesnar match. But then the story shifts where AJ makes him miss a couple times, and then he starts working down the legs, uh, just and a little bit off them down. And then all of a sudden, the shit ramps up. We're getting phenomenal forearms. We're getting four fifty splashes. Uh, he get he locks in the calf crusher, that, and that, that is like crazy. the loudest pop I've heard for a locked in submission in a long time. It is also the only time in the the only other time I can ever remember thinking Brock might tap. The only other time I can think of that 
was Taker putting him in the Hell's Gate in the Hell in a Cell. Uh-huh. When he when Taker got the Hell's Gate locked in, and it wasn't so much that it was like, oh, Brock looks like he's in that much pain or that the hold looks that good. It was more, oh, Taker has him in the, in the Hell's Gate. So Brock might tap. This straight up within the kayfabe made me go, is Brock Gazuntite, my friend? Thank you. This straight up within kayfabe made me go, oh my god, that that's that's locked in tight. Brock's looking like a cherry tomato. He might tap, and instead of a tap, nah, cha- Brock oh my went god. past cherry tomato into purple. He went yeah. into beat territory, but he didn't tap. But he did slam something on the mat. Yeah, just destroys AJ Styles. That head uh, slam was one of the most brutal things I'd seen. When he just grabs him by the face, it's just like, pop, 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 pop. My yeah. God. Uh, and then uh, we actually did call the finish of the match. It was a phenomenal forearm into F5. I mean, uh, that spot is just destined. But yeah, it was kind of it was up. made for that. And it, damn, I, I was trying to be bold and say it was going to have a gender interference. And they kind of nope. teased it. They teased it at uh, during the pre-show, but then during the uh, right before during their entrances, they had a little video package yeah. of Jinder being like, you know, oh, I don't like AJ Styles, but I still hope he wins for Team SmackDown. And it was like, oh well, I guess he's not going to come out. And I told you when you predicted it on air, and then later off air, I was like. Dude, look, I appreciate you going fucking full Doritos, bold as fuck on this podcast. But, dude, I was like, that's such a, like, narrow way to win. Because at least with, like, being like Brock wins, if there was gender interference and then he hit Brock first, Brock wins by DQ, but he wins. And instead, you're just like, I think that there's going to be this rare type of interference that a camp had. It It has happened. It has happened. But it's very rare where they're just like, there was no contest. Uh, I, I mean, I, I liked it. I enjoyed your prediction. But anyway, great fucking match. Go watch it. If you haven't already. Um, so that brings us to the men's Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's go with eliminations. It started with Braun eliminating Shinsuke, Shinsuke first, and then it goes to Braun eliminating Bobby Roode mm-hmm. second, and then it goes to uh, the next elimination. Randy getting... So the next elimination uh, was for Randy getting Finn. Yes. No, no, no. It yeah. goes to Cena getting Samoa Joe. Right. Cena gets Samoa Joe. Uh, and then uh, Kurt and Finn kind of team up to get Cena. And then Randy gets Finn. Finn. Which, left then, Triple H, which left us Triple H, Braun, who was in a heap. And Kurt, Kurt against. Uh, wait, was it against just, uh, Shane and? No, no, and uh, yeah. So Brandy, we had Braun. It was those three versus those two, right? Uh, and and then, then Randy got eliminated. Yeah, Braun got Randy. Then trips pedigrees Kurt Angle and drags Shane, and then pedigrees Shane, and then drags Shane's limp body over Kurt. As if to sh- to say, okay, you were eliminated from this match. 
I'm still the big dog around here. Yeah, it's him like it's him like pissing on Shane. Yeah. And then taking a dump on Kurt after Kurt got all of the piss run off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poo Poo Diddy Kaka. Uh <laughs> no, it was uh no, it, it it definitely it felt like a triple H move. Yeah, it was the most I'm going to bury these guys while putting myself over as number one so but fucking hard. I think in 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 I think instead of it, people are getting all upset and saying, "Oh, it was a burial." He buried everybody in that match. It's like, no, I think that it was a kayfabe burial. In that, that's how the character Triple H viewed it. Was I'm burying you to put myself over? If that makes sense, as meta as that fucking sounds, I think that this was a very within kayfabe. Triple H knew that he was burying Kurt, quote unquote, by doing that. Oh yeah, no. He 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 played the game. The game. Like Kurt was like he had Shane locked into a submission. Like yeah. it, he he was in control of that match. He he was going to be taking Shane out any second and then it was just like No, Trips I want, was like I want the kill. No, it's my turn. Yeah. You're you I don't like you, so I'm making you fucking lose, but I still get the win too. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, also, I just want to throw this out there real quick. I know we got to get going, uh, got to fly through the rest of this. But uh, I watched the Cultaholics, you know, Adam Pacini, yeah. the former War Culture dudes. Um, they did a predictions where it was hair versus hair. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And because King Ross, or whatever he's going by now, uh, has a very short shaved head, they yeah. decided to do eyebrows as part of the wager. Sure. Going into it, they were tied in predictions. And Pacini had team smackdown oh, oh. and so watching their little like drinking game video for that <clears throat> going into it he's very like ho-hum like oh god i don't want to lose my hair but then he's like no fuck that john Cena's is on this team and he can't lose so it's such a fucking roller coaster i have to show it to you later it's such a roller coaster because ross is just sort of like eh i've got Almost no hair and very thin eyebrows, right. so it doesn't it's really not a big deal. Like I would be annoyed to show up for Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner without eyebrows. He doesn't go to Thanksgiving, huh? <coughs> or whatever kind of dinner. <laughs> Thanksgiving's you know I mean? for Americans. I know. Whatever he said, he said a holiday dinner, and then in my mind, I said Thanksgiving. <laughs> anyway, he said he didn't want to go home for holidays with with uh, shaved shaved eyebrows but he was just sort of like okay but Pachiti you could tell just just did not want to lose this and shave his his whole face and head uh-huh. okay and so there's such this roller coaster and I already know how the outcome is so I'm like oh no poor baby and then like <laughs> When Cena got the one elimination, he was like, yes, fuck you, Ross. I'm not losing my hair. And when Cena gets eliminated, he realizes, oh, I just have Randy and, and Shane O'Mac left. He just all of a sudden starts looking real depressed. And then when fucking like he's literally sitting there just binge drinking, just being like, I'm going to lose all my hair. And then when Trips kicks up, uh, kicks uh, Kurt for the pedigree. He just starts jumping up and down going, yes, yes, Big Papa Trips is saving my hair. And he just doesn't see that. I'm like, even when it first happened, when he kicked Kurt, I was like, oh, well, he's not going to, he's not in with Shane. Yeah. I was like, 
I, I immediately was like, oh, he just wants the win himself. He wants the glory. But Pachidi's like, yes, and now it's two on one. It's Triple H and Shane O'Mac versus Braun Strowman. And then you're just like watching, and then you hear the audio from the TV, and he's just all smiles. And then you hear everyone going, <gasps> when he kicks Shane, and he just goes, no. Not like, no! Like, no. And then he just starts looking like real sad. And Ross like is like, yay, one, two, three, I win. And and Pachidi just like nothing. Just nothing. <laughs> He's like looks dead inside. And then the rest of the video is Ross doing all of the talking. Uh-huh. And then at the end, Pachidi just stands up and walks off camera in the middle of the fucking thing. <laughs> anyway, worth watching. It was a pretty funny video. So good uh and also, yeah, like we said at the end, Braun got in the ring. Uh, with with trips and trips was like yeah we did it bro holding up his fist and you could tell that Braun was like I'm a good guy now I'm a team player right and you just beat up my captain so he gets in trips face a little bit and is or, and is just like you know the fuck and then trips tries to pedigree him and Braun Strowman takes him to Paint Town uh huh um all right let's we blow, f- let's blow through raw here because that's really bob and i both got pla- bob and i both got places to be so we're gonna try to hurry up through this raw recap well uh, the highlights uh yeah. the big thing page is back page is definitely back in force uh in the middle of the show in the middle of a fatal four-way five-way yes, four-way four-way for the number one yeah. contender for the women's championship uh page interrupted because it was Fox, Bailey, Banks, and not Naya, not Naya, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke, um, at, which should have been the first sign that this wasn't a real match. Yeah, was when Dana Brooke was in it. Sure. Um, so uh, you know they're all in the ring having a go, and then all of a sudden, whose music hits? But Paige, crowd goes nuts, pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, she comes out, uh, kind of. I want to say went a little too far in her little promo being like, did you miss me? Oh, you're going to have to be louder than that. And it got to the point where it's like, okay, we really did miss you, but like we're in the middle of a match. So get to the point. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh, and then Sonia Deville. Yeah, we got it right. And Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose from NXT, uh, barge into the ring and interrupt the match. Page joins. They stomp down. Um, Interesting segment. Yeah. NXT women invading. Uh-huh. Um, which we would also see later. For SmackDown. For SmackDown. Uh, and then uh, the other big thing is, uh, as we mentioned, Miz mm-hmm. is going off to film uh, the Marine Six. Yes. So Roman challenged him for the Intercontinental title, and mm. he pins him one, two, three. And so now Roman joins the ranks of the other... Uh, 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 Grand Slam, Grand Slam champs. He's got the IC now that he US. has the IC belt around his waist. He's had the US, the heavyweight or WWE championship, and the tag team championships mm-hmm. or universal or universal. Um, that's an interesting point to be like, they are separate belts with separate lineages. Like the heavyweight was merged into the WWE championship, yeah. The universal is its own thing, yeah. so now. They, Does they that count, count towards it? it? Okay. I mean, they count it on. I count it on equal level hey, as the WWE. Sure, thought. according to the WWE.com article I read when Dean got the tag and became the next one. Sure. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is it is a separate belt. Sure. Just saying, technically, 
It is separate. Um, uh, so yeah, he beat the Miz. A good ranch. Yeah, a lot of pops. Yeah, even for Roman. Roman didn't get a lot of booze. No, there's a lot he's, of cheers. He's getting lots of cheers. Um, so don't break up the shield just fucking yet. Um, it's working. It's working. So yeah, how long until the rest of the guys get their tag belts back? Probably not long. I imagine not long, unless that is the catalyst for Dean turning. If if let's say Seth Rollins were to get another singles, but but he's not going to get the universal. And the U.S. is on SmackDown. Anyway, I was going to say, if if both of them had a belt and he didn't, that could be the catalyst for Dean turning heel. Sure. But I don't know how you do that unless you um, totally fuck up the whole plan of feeding Lesnar to Reigns at some point. Uh, um, so what, did anything else really happen? Uh, um, Stephanie had the uh, opening with, with Kurt and trips and then the only thing that was kind of important out of that was that jason jordan answered to call to come out to call triple h a coward which did get a chance of of him being a coward from the crowd a little bit um but then braun Strowman came out and was like no i want a piece of you which led to uh triple h backing down from braun which is kind of a big deal kayfabe wise uh-huh um leaving the ring. Stephanie set up a Jason Jordan versus Braun Strowman match. Braun injured the fuck out of allegedly injured the fuck out of. And I say that not because of kayfabe and real distinction, but I'm saying that it looked like within the kayfabe that Jason Jordan may have been hamming up his injury to get the fuck out of the goddamn ring. Cause Braun was beating his ass. Yeah. Uh, at, but at that Kane point shows up, Kane shows up and so crushes Braun Strowman's just windpipe. Kind of runs away. He crushes uh, Braun Strowman's windpipe with a steel chair. Yeah. And then Braun refuses medical treatment and goes and just like runs, runs away like a wounded animal. Like, it's, it's the exact same thing that happened with the ambulance. I mean, it does make they, him look they tough. They ripped open the ambulance door and they're like, Braun, yeah. we need to help. He's like, get away from me. I mean, it makes him look tough for sure. Sure. Um, you know, and... Uh, you know, Oscar defeated Dana Brooke in a match. It is what it is. Oh, so she wasn't in the four-way then? No. Oh, it was Mickey James in the four-way. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, I I even remember that it was Dana Brooke that Oscar beat was because Dana cut that really weird promo, the video thing, where she's like, where she at first off her lips looked all weird in the yeah. promo, and then and then she was like, "And I'm gonna defeat Oscar's streak." And I went, "Bitch, yeah. no, you ain't." It's like, a random I studied wrong. all of his thing, all of her footage on the oscar nxt it was such a weird and and everyone was like did you not watch all of that footage of you in nxt yeah losing to oscar losing to oscar (laughs) uh dean beat sheamus in a one-on-one uh again probably getting those belts back soon uh samoa joe won by referee decision well yeah he locked in the coquina clutch and Um, it's one of those passing out in yeah, the coquina clutch. Bits. So you know that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Uh, there was some cruiserweight nonsense, but it doesn't really matter because it was kind of is kind of whatever. And then Elias and Matt Hardy, like you mentioned, continued the thing on Raw. But that was really it. Great, I thought it was a pretty great show. Pretty uh, solid, pretty solid three hours. I heard the numbers were a little bit down at the end of the show, but you know, third hour always goes down a little bit. Um, but I thought I thought it was a pretty solid show and also fun main event. Yeah. Even even with it being Roman winning, I wasn't that mad. No. All um, right. And then uh, SmackDown blazed through this. Yeah. Uh, really, the only 
major news bit is that uh, the NXT women have also decided to invade SmackDown. Uh, different women. Different women, was, this time led by Ruby Riot. Who's a, who I fucking love. Ruby Riot put on some great entertaining matches in NXT. Uh, and then her lackeys are Liv Morgan. Who's also and great. What's her face? Sarah. What's her face? Sarah Logan. And Sarah Logan. With a, te- a terrible gimmick name. A At terrible least- name and really a very... Un- it, is, it is the equivalent of a guy who shows up in black trunks. The look <laughs> for a woman. Hi, like, my name is John Tyler. And uh, I'm going to fight this guy. And I'm a wrestler who likes to wrestle because I'm a sports guy. We were just saying that Sonya Deville has the worst name of the three women who came onto Raw. I mean, Paige is Paige, right? Right. Uh, and Mandy Rose is great. Uh, but at least Sonya Deville has a Sonya kind of makes you think like Mortal Kombat. You know, that kind of like badass, like European sounding name, you know? Deville, like you were saying outside, you were like, what was it you said? Cruella like, Deville. Yeah, like the villain, Cruella the Deville thing. And she's got that like MMA look. She looks kind of badass, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, but Sarah Logan is just like, what are you? What What are you doing? Do you know where you are? I've never heard of her before, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to see. She has the most to do to impress me. The other women at least have uh, some modicum of they beat up Naomi somewhere. and Becky Lynch backstage. They interrupted a title match between Charlotte and Natalia. Uh, all great. Seg- uh, I, I thought they were great segments. Uh, and I, it's interesting to see where they go with all the NXT women invading Raw and SmackDown. Do yep. they tie in together in some way? Are they separate? And just happen to be going on at the same time. We don't know, so we'll have to see if and, they go. And, and there's also some interesting things going on with the whole KO Sammy slash Daniel right. Bryan slash like Shane storyline. There. There's definitely tension between Daniel Bryan and Shane. Uh, yeah, because uh, right at the end, or not right at the end, but there was that Close bit the where uh, Shane comes over. He's like, Daniel, you didn't tell me that you were making any of these you know, women's call-up moves sure. or anything like this. And, oh, well. Uh, go and, and I'm, going, Bryan, I'm leaving. And Dana Bryan was also not very forthcoming with info, either with Shane or did you see the backstage interview that he did? Because I know you skipped around a little bit towards no. the end. So he gave a backstage interview to Dasha? One of them. Charlie? Sure. Brunette. He gave, I feel bad saying that, but I just, I can't keep it straight. There's like four of them and uh-huh. they rotate them out. And they all look kind of the same. I, I digress. He was given an interview and then uh, she was like, oh, Daniel, you know, we heard you, we heard, you know, you talking with Shane earlier, which also I love the fact that that, that breaks the kayfabe of that was a private conversation between Shane and Dana Bryan because it's just like, yeah, we heard all of that. Uh-huh. But then half the time they act like those things can't be heard. Like you'll hear of like, we're secretly plotting back here. It's like, we heard you guys talking. This is a TV show. Uh, but she was like, you brought in all these NXT women and now they're doing this and they, they interrupted a title match. Uh, how do you feel about all of that? And he was just like, yeah, no comment, which made me go <laughs> eyebrow raise, no comment. Okay. So it feels like he's got a hand in all of this. Uh huh. And then who knows? And then, uh, you know, uh, Shane was going to fire Kevin and Sammy mm-hmm. because they beat him down during the Survivor Series, which ultimately had no fucking impact. Yeah. Um, 
Not and, really. And uh, I mean, they, they thought they Daniel interrupted and was like, "No, they're going to be in a lumberjack match." And then Shane sure. was like, "Yeah, okay, great. Uh, that was a great idea. I'm going to just leave. Bye, bye." And then. You know, Kevin did the whole thing at the end where it's like, don't fire us. And Daniel's like, I'm not, I never was going to fire you. Right. And so it's like, obviously, there's disconnect between the commish and the GM. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. We also had Shelton Benjamin defeating Jay Uso. It was a a day I thought it was a pretty good match. It almost makes me think that Daniel's going to like align with KO and Sammy. There's been rumors going on about that for a while. That, just that, because that, they're like he like sees the truth that they're saying about yeah. how Shane is a crazy. I mean, shit. Look at how Debray was pushed or not pushed for a long time. They could definitely put authority, authority guy for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, and uh, there was also an AJ Styles promo with Gender. It was so so. It was fine. Uh-huh. AJ was great. Gender was all right. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers debuted. Yeah, and they were looking better than expected is what I will say. I'm uh-huh. going to look for the positive in this. Even though they look like ripoff canes. Uh, I didn't think they looked like ripoff canes. I, I, they I have sw- like the red and black, like old original cane entrance garb. Sort of kind of. It's, it's not, it's not, I, I was, I vividly remember watching original cane in the original cane run. It's not, it's got like, I could, it feels like somebody who, had watched a few cane matches in his early career, but then had later suffered a head injury and stopped watching wrestling for a while, design their costumes and was like, I'll make it like that guy. I sort of remember before I got that concussion. Um, I swear to God, I thought they were wearing red leggings with black trunk, like not like, like tight, like the little speedo type trunks, uh-huh. uh, like the Jericho looking brief. Sure. I thought that's what they were wearing. And I almost spit up what I was drinking at the time. Cause I was like, they're not wearing, fucking like a red onesie with black underwear um but it turns out no they're just wearing patchwork pants and a patchwork shirt and i will say this their music i thought was cool i enjoyed the song a little bit weird with the whole like stopping and the music stops for a second and then they keep walking but it was a cool song it's got that kind of riff that i like uh-huh uh they looked their costumes are kind of goofy, but in ring they look good. And I loved when he smacked Rowan right in the fucking face before hurling him at the guys. Uh-huh. I was like, "Ooh, that's sort of cool." Like I liked them in the ring. It was a, it was definitely a squash against the hype bros, but it was better than I thought their debut would go. And I'm just glad they didn't actually use the hammers. Yeah, and they're I don't know, their finishers a little it's like a double sure. crucifix power bomb. It's like it's, it's like, like a two man it's like an assisted razor's edge. It's like K, hey, I don't know. Doesn't do much for me. No, get them a new finisher. But otherwise fine. And then we got the lumberjack match. It went how you expected. Except Except yeah, K and Sammy actually get the win, win on the against day. New Day. But I'm saying most of the match went as you'd expect, you know, spot, spot, spots. Uh-huh. KO and Sammy come outside. The Lumberjack beat the fuck out of them. New Day come outside. No one does anything. It ends in a big brawl in the middle of the ring. Baron Corbin hit Bobby Roode by accident when he was going to hit KO or Sammy. And then Bobby Roode and, and Corbin start fighting. Then everyone fights. Hey, but hey, TV returns in the Lumberjacks. Uh-huh. Welcome back, Colognes. The Colognes. Epico and Primo are back on TV. I'm excited. We were just talking right. about how those dudes, man, those dudes are good performers. We thought they were gone. There was that whole, like, their shop opening up on pro wrestling tees. Yeah. And 
we thought they were going to be uh, future endeavored, and then they never were, and now they're back on TV. So we'll who see. knows? Um, man, you know what? I, I, we don't have time today to get into it, but you were telling me before we started recording about the... You started going into the story of uh, um, when they were Los Matadores, uh, the guy who oh, played... Yeah. What was the character? El Torito? Yeah. The guy who played El Torito. Next next episode, we gotta. I want you to tell I me all like about I've that. I feel like I've already told, uh, said something about it. I don't know if it's been on a podcast no. or if it was just in passing. Uh, and I also don't think it was with me. I could have sworn it was. Anyway. I, it, it's also very possible it could have been somebody at work, like Phil or somebody. Sure. Um, so that was SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was also, it was also good. I think that... Uh, Raw had the show this week. Yeah, Raw had a better better showing this week, uh, but SmackDown wasn't bad. And int- I'm uh-huh. very interested to see what happens. Um, I'm very interested to see what happens with the NXT women invading uh, slash Page as their sort of leader. Yeah. Um, and or Daniel Bryan, maybe. I mean, that's also exciting to see what happens with Daniel Bryan. Um, in terms of wrestling news, uh, it looks like. There have been some changes to like the Rumble main event. Uh, originally, they were looking. Uh, this is like months ago. They were leading up towards Finn versus Lesnar, uh-huh. which would have been another like very cool match. But it looks like they've kind of soured on Finn a little bit, sure. And they don't think he's as over as he is, and so that's why he, they had Joe beat him real uh-huh. fast. Um, it looks like the Clash of Champions main event is going to be AJ Styles defending against gender. Uh-huh. Um, <coughs> which, it's, I mean, that's what he gender announced in his promo. So uh-huh. that's not like... A spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. It's not that big of a shock. Um, any other wrestling news you want to get into? Anything going on right now? Um, WWE apparently is going to have a two-night show in India. They've apparently condensed that down into a one-night super show, as they called it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about that. That's uh, so weird. So people are like either... I've heard, you know, oh, they're not selling tickets. Right. People aren't caring. But I've also heard that the, where they're going to be performing is currently having like horrible fucking pollution just like horrible conditions yeah and so like wwe probably doesn't want their athletes hanging out in a city where they can't breathe probably um so i don't know it it could be a number of reasons maybe tickets aren't selling that well i mean i don't know like they aren't bringing gender in as champ i like i sure who knows he is gender is wrestling triple h though so that's a fucking draw right there right um it looks but, like uh it looks like the hype bros on the backstage fallout for smackdown that the hype bros got into another fight okay so, i mean i'm surprised that they haven't broken up yet but i mean the tag division needs some jobber guys i guess as unfortunate as it is yes they do right um which is really weighing down their decision to fucking put the andre the giant rumble win on mojo yeah see and that's the thing too is that the final two guys were mojo and uh uh gender yeah so like if they just had gender win it he would have looked so much more credible going into the championship champ yeah and it would have like kind of meant something for the fucking andre the giant but but you know why they did it because 
uh, Mojo was friends with Gronkowski, and they had the Gronkowski spot. Yeah, but you could have gotten some heat on Jinder by having him still beat him down, I mean, and I then guess. it invites him back later to get his comeuppance. I mean, I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know, know, man. I'm just saying it. That's why you know that it all. Oh, comes sure, down I know to, it, it all comes down to getting that celebrity pop, but um, I mean, it it just. It just is what it is, um, you know, when it comes to the celebrity spot. We got to wrap up. We do. Uh, the last thing I want to mention is, yeah. uh, did you hear about the Battle of the Abs? Tony Nese versus Finn Balor? No. It was... Johnny Mundo? It was Johnny Gargano. Okay. Versus uh, Shawn Michaels in an ab off. And here is this YouTube video. Of them doing this. I think it's on Shawn Michaels thing. And people have been saying like, holy shit, Shawn Michaels abs is what people have been saying online. And then so this is them just, you know, trying to get people to watch the video and go strictly off the abs. Who's got better abs? And Gargano's got some fucking nice abs. Shawn's 52, which is crazy to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, get get to the abs. Here we go. Here are the abs. Ready? <laughs> Whoo! But here's the thing. So Gargano clearly wins. All right, like yeah. Gargano wins. He's got the fucking that weird vein in the abs. But damn, dude, Shawn Michaels has got. I mean, his skin's a little wrinkly, which doesn't help him. Uh huh. But he's and got he's hairier. Some, yeah, that too. But he's got hella abs for a fifty-two-year-old. For bro. sure. When I'm fifty-two, I hope I look that fucking good. Um, I guess that's it. There's probably some stuff we missed, but to quote Max Landis, but you don't remember it all anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, it was we a great, go. great week for wrestling, but we got to get out of here. Uh, so we will be back next week. I get back later in the week. So it'll probably be another weekend edition of the small package next week. Um, but again, you can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Feckety. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CB point X. You can follow the both of us on Twitter and Facebook at small package POD. That's POD for podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. We, uh, we post all whenever we go to indie wrestling shows, we post photos. If you tweet at us, we will read your questions or comments on air. And also, Real quick word from our sponsor, sort of, kind of, whatever, dude. Promotion. Promotion, paid promotion so of some kind. Uh, so make sure if you want to go buy tickets for Evolve, and Evolve is coming up on December, December 9th. 9th. Uh, December 9th in Queens, December 10th in the Boston area. Uh, at December 9th specifically is Evolve 96 at the Elmcourt Youth and Adult Activity Center on Northern Boulevard, Corona. Uh, and if you use promo code WRESTLE, that's promo code WRESTLE, W-R-E-S-T-L-E. And, and this does work for the Boston area shows, too. So Use promo code WRESTLE on Ticketfly.com to get 10% off your Evolve ticket purchase. Uh, again, that's promo code WRESTLE. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Small Package Show. Hit him with it, Bob. Spur-pickers.